0: Welcome to this week's episode of the Business Finance Bulletin, episode 91. Of the Business Finance Bulletin. So, what have I got for you in this week's episode? Well, I got some tips on late payment to make sure you don't get caught into a cash crunch. We're also going to be sharing some news about the SEIS scheme. If you're looking to raise equity and you're a startup, some tips around that. Also, crowdfunding, and in my Business Finance tip of the week, a chat with a VAT specialist in which she shares some tips on how to avoid getting caught into a VAT trap. So let's start this week's bulletin with a look at a general survey that caught my eye carried out by short-term loan provider Liberus. And they looked at issues around planning, cash flow forecasts, and management of late payment. Now the first thing that came out of this um, survey is that 8 out of 10 businesses said they have a business plan. Hmm, I'm not quite sure about that one. Certainly the clients that we deal with at Business Loan Services, I wouldn't say 80% of them have a plan. But hey, if you do, well done full marks. Uh, you know my view on business plans, they don't have to be the size of war and peace. Just a one-page plan is sufficient. Now if management of cash flow is important to you, you may have a cash flow forecast. And again, of those businesses surveyed, um, who had a cash flow forecast, 46% of them said they don't keep it up to date. How sad is that? You've got a valuable tool for forecasting your forward working capital requirement and you don't keep it up to date do so. It's a great way of managing your cash. So what about late payment tips generally? Well, of those businesses they spoke to, 52% of them said when it comes to late payment they're on the ball. They chase immediately. Full marks to those guys. That's exactly what you should be doing. 26% of them said they only chase if they have the time. Now, don't forget, cash is what keeps your business going. So you need to make the time. But Bottom of the pile are the 21% of those surveyed who said they don't chase at all. Slap on the wrist, you know? That's not how it should be. You know, it's that old adage about he who shouts loudest. So, make sure you get on the phone and chase what is due to you. So, what are some of the tips that Liberius have come up with to help manage cash flow generally? Well, number one, have a credit control policy be very clear the basis on which you will do business and make sure your clients know your terms. Next do forecast. If cash flow is tight sit down and try and forecast exactly where your cash gaps are going to be so you can put, uh, let's say fill those gaps with short-term loans. Next up just make sure that you'll be smart with your cash. Now that means about not overstocking because every time you've got an item sat on your shelf that's money that's on a shelf not in your bank account. And lastly, just watch out for the warning signs of people extending their terms or falling orders. You just need to be ever mindful when it comes to managing your cash flow. So some great tips there. If you want to know more about what Liberis do, go along to their website, uk. In a previous bulletin, I looked at the Seed Enterprise Investment Scheme, or the SEIS, as is commonly known. Now, this scheme, government run, is really designed to help startups access finance by selling shares to private individuals. Now, the major beneficiary here uh, is private investors. If they invest in SEIS-certified firms, they will get a tax break. So, it's a major win-win, both for the business owner and the private investor. So, how successful has the scheme been? Well, Radius Equity, um, I've had a look at this, and they reckon over the last 12 months, 2,905 firms have successfully got SEIS certification. That's up from 2,845 in the previous 12 months. A bit of an increase. Which sectors have been successful? Well, perhaps not surprisingly, it's businesses in the high-tech sector, but also restaurants and catering. Of those businesses applying, 94% of them successfully get certification. So, if you're a startup, how do you go about it? What's the eligibility criteria? Well, first of all, you have to be a UK-based business, you have to be going two years or less, you have to have 25 employees or less, and be in an eligible sector. So how do you find out more? Well, all you have to do, go to your favourite search engine and type in Seed Enterprise Investment Scheme. And there you'll be taken to the main government site and that will list all of the key eligibility criteria and how you can apply. So it's a great scheme if you're a startup and a great way of getting the finance that you need. Let's turn now to crowdfunding. A new report out this week carried out by Centre for Economics and Business Research in conjunction with the payments firm Fiserv had a look at some of the issues facing growing businesses. And one of those issues, of course, access to finance. Now, one of the findings that may surprise you is that of those um, SMEs surveyed, over 60% of them said they had a very good relationship with their bank. And in fact, 33% said they had a good relationship probably much higher than many people would have thought. And that shows that the banker-customer relationship is not as broken as many may think. But what about finance generally? Well, obviously, awareness of crowdfunding um, is on the way up. But the problem is 58% of people surveyed said they don't know where to turn to get more information. So how successful is the sector? Well, the report reckons that in 2014 about £1.2 billion was raised through crowdfunding and alternative finance. Well, they say by 2020 it'll be increasing to just over 12 billion pounds not an insignificant sum so if you want to know more about crowdfunding and alternative sources of finance don't forget keep subscribed to this bulletin or check out our website businessloanservices.co.uk and you'll find much more information about crowdfunding there let's turn now to vat now if you're a vat registered business for many of you vat is a major bugbear Every quarter or every month you get the VAT demand, and for many of you, you suddenly realize the VAT they put aside has gone. It's been spent on other things, and it's a major issue. Now, a report carried out this week by LDF, a finance provider, estimated that HMRC are owed £2.6 billion in overdue payments not an insignificant sum. How has this come about? Well, perhaps not surprisingly, it's because of late payment, and as I said previously, the money being spent somewhere else. So it's a major issue. So it's all down to discipline. Now, as it happens, for my business finance tip of the week, um, earlier this week, I attended a seminar carried out by Centurion VAT specialists, and they were looking at the whole issue of VAT, and I managed to grab a couple of minutes with Liz Mather from um, Centurion and asked her for some tips about managing the VAT risk within your business. So let's go to that clip now.
1: Thanks Rob. Well yeah, it's really important, particularly with the pressure on small business owners these days to try and manage all the various issues and and that unfortunately is one of the things that gets left behind. Funny enough, there was an article the other day to say how few businesses actually even knew what the VAT registration threshold was in the UK, which for the avoidance of doubt is £82,000 of taxable turnover at the moment. So if you were to ask me what a, a start-up business should be looking at from a VAT perspective, I think it's just making sure they identify that they know what their correct liabilities are for their income for that purposes, so is it taxable income, is it zero rated income is it standard rated income. Mm. The alternatives are it could be VAT exempt income, perhaps if they're in the financial services market for example, but it's the taxable level of income they need to manage and they need to check that on a monthly basis and carry a rolling 12 months figure to make sure they know where they are on taxable income as compared to that VAT registration threshold. So that would be my one big tip for unregistered businesses. Mm If I was talking to uh, newly registered businesses who then are charging VAT on their supplies the really important thing is never confuse the fact that that VAT is your money it is tax that is owed to the revenue. And yes, like it or not, you are an unpaid tax collector. But the worst thing you can do in a business where cash is king is to spend that VAT in the business and then get to the end of the VAT month or the VAT quarter and find you haven't got the funds to pay it. So don't confuse VAT cash with, with your own money. And then fundamentally for any business, I suppose it's record keeping and maintenance and getting access to information that will keep you up to speed. That does change. We've seen some major changes on technical digital services online from the start of this year, which has caused a huge amount of problems. If you're on Twitter, look at the hashtag VAT Mess or VAT Moss, and you'll see the sort of problems that small businesses are facing in that area. So just make sure you come along to events that are available to you. You look at Business Wales' website to see what VAT courses might be on there, or you, you sign on for a, a VAT newsletter from the likes of Centurion.
0: And how could people get hold of you if they want to know more information about what you can do?
1: Well, we come up usually on the first page on the website or on Google searches. I'm pleased to say. So just look at um, www.centurionvat.com and you'll find us. We were, after all, the best fat team in the UK 2013.
0: Some great tips from Liz there on managing your VAT risk. As Liz said, if you do want to know more, just go along to their website, centurionvat.com. You can also follow them on Twitter, Centurion on VAT. So that's it for this week. As ever, I hope you enjoyed it. And please do feel free to share it amongst your colleagues or give the video a like. Don't forget, there's also the podcast version available on our SoundCloud and iTunes page. Just search for Business Finance Bulletin. So that's it for this week. Thanks very much for being with me. Look forward to being with you again next Friday. Have a great, successful and profitable week. Bye-bye now.